Hello everyone and welcome back to Lunar Wisdom. It's been a while since I updated uh, with an episode and I'm really looking forward to sharing with you today some of the lessons that I've learned over the last year and some insights from the winter solstice, the new moon in Capricorn, and ending our year in a good way. It's very fitting that we have the new moon in Capricorn today coming just two days after the winter solstice and each day now we are moving and having more light every day and we're coming out of this darkness but we're still in the darkest time of the year Um, and so we're celebrating sort of the end of the year and moving forward into a new year and it does correspond so close to the current calendar times and the new year coming up but I feel like this is especially a great time to pause and reflect and to look with gratitude over the past year and celebrate our accomplishments. As many of you probably know the solstice is the darkest day of the year It's when we have the least amount of sunlight in the northern hemisphere. And it's it's a really great time to do shadow work. Um, It's also a really great time to practice um, hibernation and rest and to be cozy and to really just be more minimal in our activities. Um, Now, there are other pieces to it where there can be the setting of intentions moving forward. But how I like to look at it is that it's like this little period before the Gregorian calendar New Year. And I feel like it's a really good time to focus on the emotions and the feelings and the sort of energy of reflection versus the concrete like planning ahead and setting intentions that way. So what I what I did um, a couple of days ago was I looked back on the year and I thought about something that I want to let go because we are coming to new beginnings, right? The solstice and the new moon talks about moving forward into into new beginnings. So it just, with the timing and the correspondence, it feels extra potent right now than, than usual. And harnessing these new beginnings uh, at the end of this year and really taking the chance to let go some bigger things and to set intentions of bigger things for the next year, uh, more so emotionally than tangibly. And so something that I have been wanting to let go and working on is my tendencies for people pleasing. And this is something I've been working on for a while, but uh, there's always work to do. And it's as we do the work, we start to notice more and more how these tendencies 
can be hidden. Um, so my intentions moving forward into the new year is to establish more healthy boundaries. So I'm, I'm letting go of the people pleasing, but I'm also uh, working towards healthier boundaries and honoring myself and speaking my truth and working towards the joy and the peace. And part of that is that we need to honor our boundaries when it comes to doing versus not doing. I have had this discussion with so many people this year and even in more, you know, recent years about rest and it's so ingrained in us that we need to be doing something. We need to be productive in order to be valuable members of society. There's always something to do. In order to be a good person, we need to be doing work. We need to either be making money or cleaning or, you know, doing a craft or producing something or being of service to others. And while those things have their value in themselves, it takes away from the fact that we do need rest and we need a lot of rest. You know, we need regular sleep each night, but we also need periods of time when we don't have obligations. And I know I've talked about this in previous episodes, but it's such a, an important thing that I feel so many people are missing out on because I see people and they're not giving themselves permission to rest. So there's one thing to not be doing something and and to be taking some time off, you know, physically. But if you don't give yourself the mental permission to rest, then your body and mind are not really resting. And therefore, the time that could be used for rest is really not. So you're not getting the benefit of that. And so there needs to be like a radical transformation in how we view rest. And rest is not only important just because it allows you to be productive other times. Rest in and of itself is important just for you to exist in a state of peace and joy and happiness and to be able to be with your own feelings and your own thoughts and reflect on how things are going and think about what you want in the future and all of those things can come to you in places of solitude and times of rest or maybe you can be more tapped into your intuition or when you're sleeping maybe you're having dreams that are more insightful your mind is at rest so you're not having frequent nightmares or you know ruminating thoughts over and over and having issues with insomnia and so forth right these are all symptoms of us not truly being at rest or at peace um and i've seen it come up a lot for people that i love um my family so many times my sisters and my mom have said to me like oh, like, I I don't usually sleep that much or I I need to be doing something and not, and I'm right now I'm just sitting on the couch. I'm so tired. And 
I keep on sending all these messages to them like you need rest. Rest is important. Rest is good for you. Rest is just as important as all the things that you do. And in fact, if we don't make time for rest, then our bodies are not going to be capable of doing the things we want them to do. And same for our minds. So right now, with the energy of the new moon and the end of the year, we can reflect on the past year and think about what what did we do well? What do we want to do better? How can we move forward in a good way into the new year? Um, how can we carry forward with us uh, more joy and peace and set the stage for allowing ourselves to accomplish the goals we, re- we really want to accomplish. So maybe we're not going to be looking at, you know, concrete things like I want to write a book this year, <laughs> but maybe we're going to think like, I need to allow myself more time to myself, give myself permission to rest or give myself permission to do things that I want to do and not say yes to other people out of a sense of obligation in order for me to be able to set the stage to accomplish those bigger goals, whatever they may be down the road. And I don't think this moment is the time to necessarily plan that out. I mean, I encourage you to sort of sit in this transition period um, and then think about those things later as they come, but the intentions behind what we want is is where I'm trying to uh, to set your mind, and it's where I'm at, and I'm I'm not sure if I'm uh, speaking that clearly the way I want to, but I think the intention piece is very important. Uh, we can't just do things without the intention behind it um, and expect it to translate or it might not be as meaningful. Um, So I think it's more of the background work to laying the foundation before we get to actual goal setting, Um, perhaps in the new year or when feels right to you, maybe closer to spring, we set some more concrete goals and we do more resting over the winter period, right? Like this is all personal and up to you and what you feel and where you're at in life. Um, So it's going to vary from person to person. So another thing that's come to the surface for me, and again, I've spoke about this before, but when we think about rest and we think about time for reflection and contemplation, I think it also allows us the opportunity to process and experience our emotions. And this has been a new thing for me. And this past year, I've actually been learning them and feeling them and seeing how my inability to sit with emotions has or had led me to paths of self-destruction um, and pretty much doing things to avoid feeling the feelings whatsoever. But as I have worked towards understanding my emotions, giving myself permission to rest, 
telling myself that it's okay that something is not perfect. I'm giving myself only so much time to work on it and because I need to allow myself this much time to uh, reflect or rest or break away mentally from it, I've begun to realize how I'm feeling and why I'm feeling that way and trace uh, some of the triggers back to past events and really start to work through them. And as a result, I'm, I'm finding that I'm managing emotions and events better. I'm able to process emotions more quickly and work through them more quickly and see things more clearly as to, you know, why I'm doing what I'm doing or why other people are doing what they're doing and really start to just speak my truth in connection to my emotions. So a lot has come to the surface for me and I feel that um, I'm probably not the only person that struggles (laughs) with dealing with emotions or feeling them and um, maybe not being able to put a name to them. So I wanted to share those reflections. Um, There's some more thoughts I have about that. When we don't allow our, our like bodies, minds to process our emotions or feel our emotions, sit with them and work through them, it can manifest in our bodies in other ways. So we can, you know, turn to anxiety or stress um i'm i'm speaking about myself specifically i have noticed the physical manifestation of my stress and anxiety being stored in my body when i don't allow myself to process the emotions um when i don't allow myself to cry if i'm feeling sad um things like that so think how it's manifested for me in the past is that I might get migraines or really bad headaches. Um, I might have a lot of pain um, in my back and oh, um, issues with digestion. That's a big one. Uh, so now, I mean, I have the misfortune and fortune in a sense that my body directly responds to uh, times of stress or uh, if I'm not speaking my emotions and processing them. So the the disadvantage to this is that I have a lot of physical symptoms, but the advantage to it is that I've started to realize that my physical symptoms are directly connected to something that I'm doing or not doing and it's become more evident to me so I think that this could be a manifestation well in fact I'm pretty sure (laughs) this is a manifestation of me not processing my emotions for so long in life not until I was about 34 years old did I start actually processing fully and in a healthy way my emotions and so now my body is in sort of turmoil um likely things are wrong you know with my adrenal system and whatnot I'm working on all that it's fine 
But as a result, it's very easy uh, to see that certain things cause me stress and I'm able to more directly take action. I'm, I'm aware of it. So if I'm in a stressful situation and somebody is, you know, yelling or doing a lot of negative talk and, and it's the energy is suddenly turning bad. I start getting this like creepy vine feeling coming up the back of my neck and it's tightening and moving into my head. And if I don't change what's happening and shift the energy, it, it quite quickly turns into a headache. So I'm able to work on all these things and sort of direct them um, to change them. And I'm going on a tangent here, but these are just examples to try to help you reflect and see if there are physical manifestations of your emotions. Because in fact, our emotions, uh, first, the first part of us having emotions is usually a physical sensation. And a lot of researchers, um, I can't remember who it was, somebody it was a guest speaker on the Adult Chair podcast, was talking about how we often, or the piece that we want to avoid with our emotions is the physical uh, feeling of the emotion attached to it. And if we allow ourselves to feel that, then we then can process through the more mental side of it first. And I started paying attention to how my body was feeling in certain moments and, and all these things start coming to the surface, right? So you have to direct your attention to that and observe it. But these are also things that aren't possible if you're constantly busy, constantly on the go, um, which is something that I was doing for the majority of my life as well. And uh, I partially used that keeping busy as a distraction and uh, a way of avoiding my emotions. And yes, I like to be busy. I like to keep my mind occupied. I love learning. I love doing things. But um, in, there needs to be a balance. You need to be able to process, experience, and feel what's happening to you at the same time that you are doing all of those things. And if we're too busy, we're not giving us ourselves that time. If we don't allow ourselves time to rest, then we really are sort of mindlessly going through the motions and not actually able to be in those moments. Um, and I think that is something that is very important and I think right now is a great time to harness that energy and really give true pause before we move into a busier time of the year, busier seasons, busier astrological um, energies and all of that. So I want to end this episode by giving you permission to rest giving you permission to say no to things you don't want to do or to say no to things that you do want to do but just don't have the energy to do so. Um, this time of year is also very busy with holidays and celebrations and meeting up with friends and family. And while celebrating with friends and family is very important, if we overextend ourselves and overdo it, we don't truly reap the benefits of of that togetherness so try to give yourself time and space you know don't stay up too late 
um, maybe visit people more sporadically, set yourself time, maybe a day or more uh, to, to just be at home with your immediate family and don't feel the need to have to go above and beyond to make everything special and perfect. It's okay if your house is messier than usual. It's okay if you didn't get all the gifts that you wanted to get to give to people or you didn't make all the crafts you wanted to make or you didn't bake all the cookies you wanted or you didn't make as many items for your meal. Just give yourself some grace and compassion and try to enjoy the moments. Do what you can that you want to do and try to give yourself the space and the permission to enjoy the time as well however that looks like for you. I really encourage you to do that. I really encourage you to take this time to pause and and know that everything, you know, if it comes to like school and work and all of those types of like, you know, keeping your house clean, all of those types of things, just do the minimum right now that you can to get by and allow yourself the time to rest mentally and physically. Um, you know, I notice with students too, uh, there's a lot of these pressures to have to just work until you're too exhausted and you have to get out your best product. But really, our mental health is more important than anything else. Um, and this comes with work. Like if you need to take a mental health day or you know, you're starting to feel sick or any of those things, give yourself permission to rest and be well. And this is physically and mentally and enjoy, enjoy this time, enjoy this hibernation period, enjoy this darkness, um, enjoy Yule, um, Christmas, new, the new year, whatever it is you like to celebrate, just take the time Give yourself permission to enjoy it and rest as much as you can. So thank you again for joining me and listening to Lunar Wisdom. I hope to make another episode sooner than later, but I make no promises because I am committed to doing things that I want to do when I want to do them, and this includes things that I enjoy doing um, and giving myself permission to take breaks and, you know, enjoy the process. So if I have something to share with you soon, I will definitely post an episode, and otherwise I wish you well. And I'm looking forward to talking with you again in the future.